and welcome to the Stocking Podcast, episode 13, the Painting and Stocking with Garter Belt Podcast. I'm your host, David. I'm Rob. David, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, again, like last year, I, I looked at the calendar and noticed that we have an episode coming out uh, just about on April 1st. Magic. And, and then I had to remember something weird that we could watch. <laughs> and something uh. weird that we could watch that has something to do with Transformers, as opposed to me, who just wants to watch animated dragon boobies. Yeah, well, at some point we're going to do that, although that might have fit for April Fool's, but this is a much shorter episode, so, um... <laughs> oh, when the hell did this air? I... Okay, to the internet... This is a um, lot less slice of life, so I'll give it that. Yeah, this is a slice of something, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, fudge. Okay, um, November 12th, 2010. Years, 2010. Um, a little weird series showed up in, in Japan called Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt, which is, um, how best to describe it? If an anime was made by Adult Swim, it, and it, it's kind of like, it, it's so weird, bizarre. Like, Japan has bizarre comedy shows and, and bizarre comedy anime. Yeah. And this is kind of bizarre. <laughs> two characters who are angels and they fight ghosts. Well, ghosts are sort of like the physical manifestation of hatred and things that animate, like, toasters and feces and stuff, and they have to destroy them. Okay. <laughs> but but they're also two strange, vulgar, sex-having young women who look kind of like their character designs would fit in Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. At, at one point, they're referred to as shitty angels, and I feel like that's accurate. Yes. And uh, at, uh, in the middle of their series, they did a Transformers parody episode called Transhomers. Well, Transhomers in English, it's uh, Transhomers. Yeah, is that a reference to something? I don't get it. I, I, I think it's just a mispronunciation, mispronunciation of formers. Trying to say it quickly, maybe it's with a bad accent. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I thought they were calling them hoes or something. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Oh, oh yeah, hoes. That might. Maybe that, I, it, or it could be, so I don't know. <laughs> it's a Transformers parody. Even the opening credit thingies is like the the movie because the oh, oh, it first is Transformers like, movie came out before this. It is very like Michael Bay Transformers. Also, opening, and, and maybe I'm yeah. just more familiar with this than than the rest of you because I have subjected myself to such torments. Uh, but. Like, the opening narration is very specifically Japanese G1. So there's, like, this big, like, opening narration about this great battle in a very yeah. Japanese G1 narrator. Will Scorpionok return, sort of? Of course he <laughs> of will. Of course yeah. he will. And and, and uh, I checked out a bit, bit of the English dub which is harder to find, although there was at least a clip that was free, thanks to Funimation. Um, 
the, they do a Vic Caroli like narration. Oh, okay. And they get sound alikes for the not Megatron and not Optimus. Mm-hmm. Although in Japanese, the not Megatron and not Optimus are voiced by the G1 not Megatron and not Optimus. That's mm. what I was wondering. Or actual Megatron and Optimus. Like, um, was it, uh, the, the, uh, Tesho Genda is the one guy. Yeah, Tesho Genda is Optimus and, um, was a Seizo Kato is the Megatron who's also, no, just the Generation 1 Megatron voice. So they were the, they they used the the G1 ones because, I mean, I guess Peter Cullen is both G1 Prime and Movie Prime in the US, Mm -hmm. so, uh, the fact that the, the actual fake Optimus and Megatron who show up are very clearly movie influenced. Because there is a part, I forgot when exactly this had come out, so I was like, is this pre-movie or post-movie? Oh, it's definitely post-movie. Uh. It's definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, I can't see Cullen and Welker being down for this. <laughs> no. The 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 English approximations are kind of cl- or at least for the Cullen is pretty mm-hmm. good. Although I think they might have got Welker back to do like a robot chicken bit, which is sort of along these lines. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah, they, well, they definitely. Well, did. just recently they got uh, David K to do a uh, Beast Wars Megatron bit. Ooh, Ooh I have it's not actually seen that. not terrible. I'll have to look into that. Hmm. Well, the, um, the Transformers ones I've seen that they have done weren't that bad. Oh. Sometimes juvenile jokes. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's like, it's pretty juvenile. Uh, Soundwave but... buying shit on eBay. I think. Also, yeah. before we get too far into the actual content, I would like to point out a that this has an adult content warning on Crunchyroll. Uh, so I, I may oh, yeah, I sure actually so. have to put an adult content warning on this episode for a change. Uh, Primity. Well, yeah, well, I, I accidentally curse anyway, but yeah, we're going to be saying fuck because they say fuck. I don't accidentally curse. I they fully intentionally in curse. Well, they're saying, they're saying English fuck in Japanese. And yes. The, the English dub, fuck? at least the bit that was free that they had was they bleeped out the curse words, but there was a lot of bleeping. <laughs> I was kind of wondering how they handled that because I know they actually did show it on Adult Swim at one point. Uh, so. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, maybe that was the Adult Swim dub. Although it was funnier with the bleeping because bleeping is usually funnier than actually saying fuck. I just can't be bothered to go in and bleep out our shit because I don't care. Other thing is that I noticed in the opening credits that uh, this is a Gainax production, so I was kind of surprised because normally with most Gainax yes. productions, I think it's the best thing in the world, and David thinks it's ridiculously overrated. I know, no, that's just Evangelion. I I respect Gainax for doing some crazy shit, but they, they've over monetized trying to resell Evangelion. You had your the original Evangelion post on Evangelion. Twitter the other day about hating the pillows. I saw that. Well, okay. Ugh. And also Fully Coolies. Well, they're bringing back Fully Coolie, and Gainax isn't quite the same Gainax because, like, most of the staff left to found Trigger. Yes. Or they'd gone into other stuff anyway. Yeah. But, oh, Pillows, pillows is is a thing. I know this is a thing that's just me. Like Evangelion, I know other people will hate Evangelion for well, reasons. Well, they're wrong. Pillows is just me because 
in Fooly Cooly, in the original anime, the songs, the songs work because Fooly Cooly is basically an anime music video and Pillows is the soundtrack to that video. But if you take Pillows out of context of the anime, for me, I hate the songs. They just do nothing without the animation. All right. Well, you uh, to, to give everybody an indication of how much I know what's going on here. When you guys started talking about pillows, <laughs> I thought you were talking about like those those pillows with like anime characters. On them. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, is it about those? Daki Makura. No pillow. Does it start James Franco? No. no pillows is a band. It's it's kind of like a very garage band sounding rock band okay i was very fond of those and, and soundtrack I just, cds i got both of no. them you know when they were new anyway so let's uh let's meet our characters yes so we we've got the the titular panty and stocking they're siblings uh panty is like a she's blonde she's sort of promiscuous well, they're all pretty promiscuous, yes. but she's the. I mean, that well, appears to be her defining. More so. Well, that's true. Yes. Right. I mean, of of the Sex in the City cast, she's the Samantha. That's fair. If you sure, yeah, she's the Kim Cattrall. The um, Kim Cattrall. And yes. stocking, stocking is more reserved, gothic lolly who whose addiction is uh, sweets and confectionaries. Okay. She's always eating candy. And their their character designs are a play off of well various things, but the main thing that comes to mind is um, Kay and Yuri in the Dirty Pair. Okay, the old anime, B- because one has spiky hair and one has long, dark, traditional black Japanese hair. Ah. Okay, it, it, which is a character dynamic that pops up in a lot of anime and stuff. I, I, I'm not sure if Kay and Yuri were the first, but but it's a recurring thing, like. The, the traditional Japanese girl and aggressive foreign lady. I mean, I was just kind of thinking uh, Betty and Veronica. I'm thinking yes. Max and Miria, because I think like that from Robotech. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they were fucking a lot of fucking. They had like, I think, a dozen kids. It's something like that. Something like that. More than six. Anyway, so uh, we've also got the uh, titular garter belt, who is like a priest or something. A creepy, strange priest. Who? who I mean, he's is dressed like a priest. Occasionally implied to molest. Oh. <laughs> Not the two girls, but like the the priest, you know, molesting the little boys thing. It's implied. <laughs> it even comes uh, up in this episode at one point. Also a rare... background black character in anime yes though of course that means he's got a great big old fro he is a gigantic afro and yeah. facial hair that initially led me to believe he was a luchador <laughs> <laughs> yeah he at least doesn't have like big pink lips which is kind of a problem yes that was something yeah, mr popo yeah and then there's also like this Philip J. Fry guy who's hanging around with them <laughs> yes the yeah. normal boring Briefs, guy the, named the... Briefs Little red-headed boy with no eyes, because he's got- Is he a Ghostbuster? His That's his outfit? What it implies? Well, because they're fighting ghosts. Oh, I see. It is a very so vaguely ghostbustery outfit. Also, I would like to point out that Briefs is the surname dirty. of Bulma's family. From yeah. Dragon Ball, where they are also na- all named after underwear. So this is not the first anime to have characters named after underwear. No. And and is he like related to them in some way, or is he just like hanging out with them? 
He's just hanging around because, I don't know, I didn't rewatch the original episode to figure out why he shows up there. <laughs> I think he's just just the tag-along character, or viewer insert, I guess. I don't remember. The boring hey, It's been eight human. years since I saw this show. <laughs> he's the boring normal human. Anyway, so uh, Panty and Stalking are, like, fighting in church because they're, they're constantly yelling at each other. And, uh... Yeah. Brief is pleading with his priest to somehow stop them from doing so, uh, at which point two asteroids crash into the church. Yes. Yeah, because the opening narration says the two asteroids are coming into the war. They've been at war forever. Although the animation mm. actually reminds me of, um, shit, one of the Mega Man games, one of the later ones, was it oh. seven or eight, had an animation that started a lot like this, like two robots from space were bonking into each other and crash on Earth, one good, one evil. Oh, man, now I'm just reminded of the animation for the beginning of Mega Man 8, where Mega Man declares, Bass! Why must we fight? We are not enemies. Oh, maybe it was that. Bass! I remember it was actually anime drum. But anyway, back to, to this weirdness. Yeah, they're fighting. The two asteroids crash in their church house. Which, well, I guess... Yeah, they live in the church. Oh, do they live in this church? I mean, that's the thing people do sometimes. Yes. Okay. Because Garterbelt's sort of looking out for these two angels who've been kicked out of heaven until they get enough heaven coins to go back to heaven. (laughs) Okay. Because they're they're shitty angels. angels. So the, the robots who are disgorged from these asteroids are Masculimus Surprise... Who is like a fake Optimus Prime with an, an Orion Pax head. Yes. Yes, um, in the English it's Bleeptimus Prime. He calls himself. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, the, and Femitron, who is just straight up move, uh, Revenge of the Fallen Megatron. Yes. Yeah, with, he's got with the tank legs, arm, he's got the dinky arm. Gimpy arm. Yeah. Who, uh, in Japanese is Femitron in, English, he's Minjatron. I'm not oh. sure which is worse. <laughs> so, you know, they talk about how they're going to fight, and they also talk about their Guimauve, which appears to basically be their spark. Yes. Yes. Uh, instead, which... the, the respective sisters eat those, uh, the robots <laughs> fall apart, and the sisters are transformed into, oh, oh, oh. into robots. So much happens here in such a little... Th- uh, a Guimauve actually is like a marshmallow confectionery. Okay. Yes. I, I figured in, there was something like that. But yes, it looks tasty. It's like pink and swirly. And, um, in the, the English again, I, I won't be going back to that much because I didn't see that much, but like when they crash and the not optimist comes out he says one shall stand one shall fall so presumably in the rest of the dub there's a lot of old references and briefs says oh it's one of those bots from that old cool cool old cartoon slash crappy film <laughs> so we know where the dubbers stand yeah yeah i i feel like uh I mean, Transformers the movie is a bit more iconic as the Transformers thing over in America, I think, than it is in Japan. Because they didn't really... I mean, I say they didn't really get the release of it like we did, like the big theater thing and everything. But on the other hand, like, 
that movie is constantly in and out of print here. So it's not like America has exactly gotten, yeah. it's not like it's exactly been easily accessible in America through the years. I'm honestly amazed given the limited availability that it's actually reached the point of iconicness that it has. Because, like, it's never on TV. It was on The Hub a few times. Yes. The first time they put it on The Hub was, like, a big deal. I sat there and watched it, even though I've seen it so many times, you can't have a conversation <laughs> with me while it's on, or I will just be lip-syncing <laughs> along with the dialogue while conversing with you, and it's apparently yeah. understandably very annoying. Well, because uh, in America, it, it, it aired on, well, it was in the theaters, and then it aired on TV, and, and the first time they aired it, they forgot to take the shit out of it. But in Japan, it wasn't until after the third season that they got the movie. Right. Although I don't... I don't know if it ever aired on their TV. They might have, one know. of my, but, but they had more Rodimus doing stuff than Optimus. One of my uh, old, one of my old VHS tapes that I got with that we discussed back when we did Headmasters uh, had some kind of ad for Transformers the movie. It was, they said Transformer the movie Mukshuk. And I talked to Doug Glenn about this. Uh, he, of course, being someone in the fandom who is like a professional Japanese translator uh, who has worked for Antarctic Press. And he said that was basically like a road show. So it's like they would have like a special, I guess it was probably like these Fathom Events things that we get in theaters now, mm. where it was like an actual little event well, showing yeah. rather than a proper release. Ah. Uh, so... Yeah, road shows still confuse me because they still happen in Japan, and and anytime it does, it's weird. It's like I guess they only have like one print of the film that they tour around, which is a lot easier to do in Japan when it's only about the size of California. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's 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 a lot smaller. Still strange. So that was apparently how they got it in the eighties. Is that sort of road show mm. thing, which I had commercials for on <laughs> old Headmasters dub. Uh, but yeah, so I get the feeling that probably there's a lot more, the, the actual Funimation English dub of it probably does have a lot more like direct Transformers the movie references, uh, whereas the original Japanese is probably going to have a lot more like some of the stuff will come to, and like the narration, the opening narration, which was very, uh, Japanese G1 episode. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so yeah, they they anyway, turn into robots. Um, uh, Panty is well, very. It's not uh, just that. Like s stocking first eats uh, the not Megatron's like marshmallow, and pronounces herself after she transforms in this strange, involved, almost gory way into Gothic Empress Stocking. In English, it's like Gungatron Stocking or something. Uh, but she she's G one Megatron wearing. Like her hair and an gothic Lolita boxy outfit. Yes, it's yes. It's, it's adorable. Just a straight up G one Megatron head. It's pretty great. Yes. And then the other turns into like a, a Rodimus Prime type, but with an Optimus Prime slash Orion Pax head. Yeah, and a she's yeah, got a mask, um, which is you know, I guess an important yeah, the, uh, the visual Optimus element. mask, and and her hair kind of ends up looking like a bunch of bananas in the front of her. Face and and she's bitch commander panty <laughs> or uh rotten ass panty in English. I think this okay also... okay rotten ass that's kind of clever. Rot 
Rotten House is a pretty good book. I think that also yeah. goes back to the uh, Japanese G1, uh, especially the the stocking one. Whereas, and and this is, some of these get kind of funny if you look them up. You had, like, Emperor of Destruction. Uh, I think, oh, yeah, I think it was Overlord who was Ambassador of Destruction, which is kind <laughs> of hilarious. Uh, which is probably just stolen from Common Rider with, like, the Ambassador of Hell. Yeah. Or, oh, wait, was that Spider-Man? Uh, Spider-Man was, was the, the an Ambassador of Hell. Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, okay. So you got those. I, I was that that sort of title was a a Japanese G one thing. Yeah, and then the girls. So they decide each... to continue the these robot war and go to their various yes. rooms and turn their furniture and personal items condoms into and, robots. Uh, and uh, Panty very, has condoms, very and Stocking items. specifically has a big dildo. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> which there is a little animation model of. So that's like my new favorite thing. This. This show is filthy. Oh, yes. This show was definitely shown after hours I, oh, on Cartoon oh, Network. I forget. Um, was, um, oh shit, the, the dildo combiner, was that, when was that? Oh, um. What the fuck was it called? I think that was before that. That was, uh. Nexus Maximus? Nexus Maximus. Yes, Nexus Maximus. The. When, uh, Fun Pub did a slow to come out combiner, cause they had one piece of the combiner each year, uh, as uh, their, what was it, the, the club um, exclusive. exclusive toy? Club oh, it toy. looks like it was 2009, so. Oh, so it actually did finish before this. Okay, so yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the name they picked for the combiner was Nexus Maximus, which, with a really quick Googling, like, once that was announced, people realized, that's also the name for a large dildo. Or was it a vibrator? It was a uh, double-ended. It was a double dildo. Which, as a as a oh. lesbian, I took note of. Because I'm like, hmm, that would be an interesting piece of Transformers history to have. And, and I, I think <laughs> Apparently, it, was, it was like the same shade of pink that the little dildo in this episode is. So I don't know if that's intentional or accidental. The, the problem, as I heard it, was that someone had their safe search on. Well, that makes sense. Someone no, who was like, I don't know if it was at Hasbro or Fun Pub or both, but yes, they had Safe Search on, which you <laughs> probably should not do when clearing names like that. Yeah. <laughs> that that seems so like one of those situations where at that. work you do actually need to turn that off. <clears throat> oh, and, and uh, one of um, the stocking cons is Sugar Scream. Yes. Yes. There's uh, a, a, a straight up a star like, scream who, who later attempts to betray her. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but but like transforms some like some sugary candy she had on her shelf or something. Yeah. This really seems like the opposite of a lot of episodes that we have where not much happens in the show uh, over the course of half an hour, and this is a <laughs> great deal happening in 15 minutes. Yes. Well, I. If memory serves, that's kind of this entire show. It's like shove as many things at at into the story as you can as quickly as possible and just move on. Yes, and hope they're funny or at least disgusting enough to be amusing. Yes. So like they condom transformers. <laughs> so uh, so a bunch of antics ensue. Uh, they uh, they set up an ambush at the fridge, but it turns out that uh, Stocking has already eaten everything in the fridge and she's hiding in it. Yes. 
<laughs> she set up shop then, in it. Uh, and Patty locks herself in the bathroom so that uh, Stockton can't get in there. But they counter that by wearing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, so in the uh, in the subtitle, uh, Panty fairly consistently here uh, calls her Stockin, like with an N apostrophe. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's like some kind of accent thing tying back to G1 Prime having some kind of accent or something, or... Maybe. I don't know. Or, or I don't know, or I don't remember if Penny actually had an accent, supposedly. She has a vaguely Ironhide-looking head, so maybe that's maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah, and Every Penny time says, I look at a monitor, Prime, my <laughs> circuit sizzle. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the way he spoke. In Alabama, where I grew up. <laughs> yes. Penny says fuck quite a few times, and, and a lot of the background, um, panty bots and stocking cons are kind of go-body designed. They are very go-body yes. looking. All of them, oh, the toilet humor, and, oh, we, we get to see like a G1 ratchet toy in actually looking like the toy, and a tailgate yes. hanging around. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Next, we've got up Spark, who is very, like, sort of Pat Lee looking. Oh, no, it's Studio Ox looking, is what the fuck it is. Okay. It's like he's over-the-top, overly-shaded angle. Well, I guess it's a bit of um, Masami Obari with the shading, but it's, like, ridiculously over-styled, like those few moments in the movie, or... I guess, well, yeah, call the primitives where when things like looked really awesome, but the anatomy was extra wonky... And and he shows up and and Panty thinks he looks hot and then they go off to literally screw. Yeah, robot sex ensues. Okay, he's got like I would uh, like it's to... like a slot screwdriver. Also, he <laughs> he reminded me for all the world actually of Hyoryu from Gal Gaigar, the red oh, yeah. of the side combiners. That's who it looked okay. like. Who I will I will admit. Is you know he's he's got good aesthetics. He's not a bad looking robot. So we have like this overdrawn studio ox styled robot sex scene on camera, which is <laughs> yeah, just a was... screwdriver unscrewing a screw, but it's still yeah ridiculously suggestive. And then uh, it, it turns out that robot is actually a counterpunch. <laughs> yes. Also, in a later scene, I did notice that Panty does still have that screw between her legs. That is like a, a recurring part of her character design. Yeah, that's good. And, and yeah, the, uh, he explodes yes. upon reaching climax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like rapid fire. Here's a scene done. Next scene. Oh, hey, it's a nerdy sound wave. A little crow. Bot on his shoulder. Yes, he's just got this. And he's got 3D glasses. Pro robot yes. on him. And he does have a so super they're, they're... flangey voice. Yes, there, there's a giant fight. Uh, there's a definite homage to um, Devastator ripping ripping through Autobot City in yeah, there uh, Transformers are, there the are movie. A things here again. Our Japanese G1, especially headmasters, had. A, a deep fondness for the sort of matte painting battle scene pans 
So yes. they would pan on this big still battle scene that was, you know, just a big painted thing. And that's a lot of uh, what this battle memories. scene is, is a series of those. But then there's also the Devastator ripping through the side of Autobot City thing. Yeah, there's quite a few things. Oh, and um, stocking Tron has um, Transformers animated Megatron sword helicopter blades. Yes. Which is a nice touch. Lots of little, there's so much detail in here. Like, like her sash around her waist is also kind of like Galvatron's belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an abundance of references to the cartoon. The animators I mean, really liked Transformers. Yes. Yes. Also, um, there, there's like a purple, uh, snarl. At yes, the there's it was Dinobots mm, in there. Was my avatar for like quite a while. <laughs> I think the big dildo is going to have to be my avatar. I'm pretty sure I saw Krim Zeke at one point. (laughs) Probably. Probably, yeah. There's so many things in this. Trying to identify everything would cause overload. So eventually, um, Ghostbuster guy wakes up with his weird, like, green dog thing that looks like, uh, Gurr from Invader Zim. Yeah, um, oh, I forget what the fuck it's called. I actually thought that was Garter Belt back in the day, but no, I guess the priest is Garter Belt. Yeah. So, uh, and he finds out that the that fake Optimus and fake Megatron are still alive, although they're just heads. Yeah. And, you know, he tries to convince them that, you know, you, uh... You brought no. your war to this yeah, you planet, your war and it's here. still continuing as as these two girls who have taken over your place are just fighting to the death, and we have to stop them. And, and they eventually agree. And they're yes. all, hey, that's great! Dying in battle is is awesome because <laughs> yeah. uh, cause I guess we're we're just a bunch of space Klingons. <laughs> we're, we need to have a well, or the movie characters. We have to have a final showdown, and yeah, and they're like destiny. One shall stand, one shall fall. Yeah. That's probably in the in the dub. Yes. Anyway, so eventually he does convince them that uh, yeah, no, uh, war between the robots is stupid. We should join our join forces and uh, destroy all life on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and then they merge into the fallen. (laughs) Yes. Yay. Which is fun. Which which I guess means the second movie had come out at this point. Yes. Yes. Well, this is what, 2010? And that 2010. second movie came out 2009. Ah, okay. I don't remember the timeline. So yes, we had all been exposed to revenge. Well, and Megatron is just Revenge of the Fallen Megatron. Yeah, with the what? tank oh, and the, yeah. the treads and the skimpy Oh, yeah, treads. Arm. I forgot about the treads. Yeah, he's got the tread feet because he's a jet in that first movie. Yes. Yeah. So now um, the uh, the girls somehow get completely different character models. <laughs> Um, like in a totally yeah, that, different style than the rest of the show, is this the thing that happens? That's the thing. Well, yes, their their stock animation transformation from just their regular selves into these fighting angels is a lot better animated. Well, supposedly better. It's, it's different, more realistic. Or no, not realistic. Uh, and also tra- highly sexualized. Yes, highly highly sexualized. I mean, like it's normal. A, it's a magical girl transformation. And, it's yeah. a standard magical girl transformation. They go from their their little Powerpuff Girl-sized things, well, not quite, but I can't think of a series that's more comparable to, like, sexy uh, hentai designs. 
writhing against uh, stripper poles. Yeah. Yes. And so they so they destroy the fallen, and I believe this is like an actual model of this thing that blew yeah. up. Yes, yes. they Every, cut to but, a like physical like clay model of the thing. No, I, I think it's styrofoam because they blow the shit out of it. After oh, it was a fun day at the uh, company parking lot that yes. day. After declaring oh, yeah, like, it to be a a uh, shoddy extraterrestrial angel, or not angel ghost, <laughs> a shoddy extraterrestrial ghost. imported ghost. Yeah, every episode, the ghost, they would blow the shit out of a model they made. Oh, that that's like a thing that happens in every episode. Ah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's there it, we go. It's, it's like, well, because I guess it's a Gynex tradition because uh, Hideki Anno loved um, Ultraman and stuff and probably made his own models and shit. So they just, eh, let's blow something up. It's fun. <laughs> that's fair. Although I don't think he had anything to do this. And so it's destroyed. They revert back to their human forms. And also this thing just gushes out a bunch of, like, blue coins. Yes. Yes. All when, of the robots. When they kill a ghost, coins come out. And there's just I well, see. There you go. a shitload. Except these are, like, foreign coins. So they're, like, not um, they're useful worthless. for buying their way <laughs> yes. back into heaven. Yes. It's like a, like a bunch of Deutschmarks. <laughs> Like a bunch of rubles. Oh yeah, and and when when they were doing their sexy henshin thingy, they were fucking up the chant they always say. Okay, which was kind of amusing. <laughs> yes. And so you know, Ghostbuster guy thinks, okay, so hey, you girls will put aside your differences now, and then they immediately begin fighting again. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and once they they kill the the fake fallen, all the panty. Panty bots and stocking cons just, they burst into coins too. Yes. And they're yes. all excited because they're totally going to be able to buy their way back into heaven now, except it's foreign currency. So they can't. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the, at one point in the episode, there's a robot that runs out of a, the, the room that, Panty was fucking the one robot in, and the robot runs out, and then Garter Belt comes out, and that's creepy. And then later in that, <laughs> yes. the episode, later in the episode, that robot is fucking a not RC before he explodes into coins. <laughs> uh, this show's dirty. Yes. Yeah. It's really dirty. But good news, uh, looks like this sinful earth is about to be devoured because we cut to the end with more narration and there is a fake Unicron about to devour yes, the earth. It's, yes, it's basically just Unicron with a bunch of extra claws. Yes, yeah. it actually looks kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, it does. And, yay, and cut to next episode, stripping, which we're not gonna do. No, this, f 15 minutes of this almost killed me. <laughs> It's not even 15 minutes, because it's two episodes per 23-minute episode, and, like, the intro is only 30 seconds. So it was, it was like a 10-minute episode, but, yeah, there's so much happening, so much weirdness, so much more filthy than I remembered. <laughs> yeah, this was, um, this was something else. I don't think I will ever watch the rest of it, but I'm... It was interesting to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I, was... I, uh, I remember it fondly for being so weird and funny. It's very weird. I mean, I, I do get a real, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force vibe off yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's in, in that vein. I, I, 
I don't rem- I did not remember the robot fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you'd forget yeah. that. Yeah. I'd like to forget ah! that. Because there, there's so much going on in these ten minutes. There so. is a lot going on. So much. So much happening. Oh my god. <laughs> it makes fun of the movie and, and, and the old cartoon I'm and the robots and the fall and explodes. <laughs> handsome Gal Gygar looking dude. Yeah. Uh, so that, uh, I think that about does it. I mean, if this, you know, if you can dig this up, it's kind of an interesting curiosity. Um, well, it, it's on Crunchyroll. Uh, Funimation probably has the dub on there. Adults only. Yes. Yeah. Don't uh, don't tell the kids. <laughs> yeah, no. All those kids. There's a good zombie episode, if I'm remembering correctly. Although there might have been a lot of fucking in that episode too. Fucking zombies. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what is this Italian? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it is. <sighs> zombie movies. Uh, so until next time, uh, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we are on Tumblr, and we're on Facebook. And I am just going to take a moment to tie this into Jeffrey Combs and the whole uh, decapitated kind of linguist. Uh, <laughs> we are hosted oh. on iconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help us with hosting fees and other costs. That is at patreon.com slash underground. That's right. This, uh, for March, we did an episode of Kimono Friends. What will we do for April? It's a mystery. Yay! We'll find out yeah, someday. Oh, oh, maybe don't watch the zombie episode. I, I think they, um, fight off zombies by using things they find in a sex store. That sounds so nice. Giant dildo weapons. Of course. Yeah. So, until next time when we actually do cover the final part of Darkness Rising. (laughs) Yes. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David.